WIFM HD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. LeVac Goss here with you. Fox Sports Radio 95.9980103.1-2, the iHeart Radio app. Um, and, you know, in, in the laughter, the laughter of children, you oh. can hear LeVac Goss. That's, that's where we oh. are. Uh, congratulations, Denver. Stan Kroenke, you got another another championship right there, buddy. The Nuggets get it done. Win this thing in four-to-one fashion. Only lose one game. 94-89, the final. Joker's the MVP. All is right with the world. Could have used a couple of those three-pointers that they missed in the in the fourth to hit so that I would have hit my, my, my you know, minus nine. To keep that undefeated streak rolling in the yep. finals for the final one. Luckily, I did earlier before the season, before the series started, I did go uh, Denver to win 4-1 series, exact series, so... I did okay last night, but I didn't give that one out. You know, as you couldn't give it out last night, obviously. But I, I think I had said it earlier. You know, during all this, but yeah, they didn't cover the nine, which <sighs> hurts me personally. I, I feel, I feel uh, triggered, as the children would say. <laughs> uh, but man, it's just, it's just one of those ones. Not, not the best game. Probably that was probably the least entertaining game that they played. Even though like it was close at points, tied late. I didn't feel like that was a good game. A lot of misses. You know why I felt weird? There's a comeback. There's the finish. If you're a Nugget fan, that's probably how you wanted it. Hey, we're going to trail for a little bit at home. We're going to have the comeback. We're going to finish gonna it off. 10. We're going to win the championship at home and not make it easy. I, I get what you're saying, though, because there was always this like tease of maybe Miami's good enough. Maybe Miami's got a chance. Maybe Miami can push this to game six. Because Miami's teased and then delivered. An eight seed can't beat a one seed, right? Oh, they beat the Bucks. Hey, if you're a Knicks fan, this is the matchup you want with Miami. Oh, the Knicks can do this. They won game two. Nope. Hey, there's no way Boston's going to lose to Miami. They're going to eventually fall. Miami continued to tease and deliver. But what you and I sniffed out about this finals is that that's wonderful that he were able to do that for the last three rounds. A remarkable, an all-time great run of the NBA finals. However, Denver's always been better. Mm. Like, throughout Every single game, every single matchup, everything. Denver was always the best team. They're crowd champions. They've been the best team in the NBA throughout the entire season. And that's why you felt like that. Even though Miami had the lead, even though the Heat did about everything they could in that first half to potentially take down the Nuggets and get a game six, you know, watching the series and watching the Nuggets throughout the playoffs, it was just a matter of time before Denver took over. Balanced attack, a bunch of different weapons, Better matchups, and they today are the NBA champions for the first time in franchise history. I think I like that you brought up all the other series because I do. I feel like that that factored in. I feel like you know Milwaukee. Like we're not going to lose to an eight. Are you crazy? We're a one. And then you know the Knicks. Like wow, this is exactly how we drew it up. It's a banged up eight seed. They don't have Tyler Hero. They don't have Victor Oladipo. Uh, you know Jimmy Butler, seven thousand years old. We have to cut his leg and count the rings. To, to know how old he is. That's, this is perfect. We're going to win. And then, of course, Boston, same thing. That's an eight seed. Like, we're going we're gonna to trounce him and walk in. And, and wow, okay, we're down. But we're, oh, we're coming all the way back. Like, Denver strikes me as that team 
that doesn't care about those things. Like, like, um, they're the, they're the beautiful woman that doesn't know she's pretty. Like that's who they are. They're just like, no, none of this matters. Rankings mean nothing. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is that we have more points at the end of the game than they do. It's all that matters. And they play like that. So, you know, whether you give it to, you know, uh, Jokic, whether you give it to Malone, the coach or Murray or whoever, the organization top to bottom, that's, it's rare that you see a team play that way where it's, it doesn't matter how we got here. You're tonight's opponent and we're going to beat you. Is that cool? Is it boring? Is it odd? Maybe a mix of all those three. And I asked that just because the finish of that game, I've been accustomed as a sports fan. I believe you have too. That when the championship is won, it is euphoria. I'll use a big SAT word in a weird HBO show. You shouldn't watch it in front of kids. Uh, (laughs) It's that type of celebration. Kevin Garnett, right? Anything is possible. Cleveland, this is for you. You know, they have all these moments you remember at the end of the NBA Finals, and they cut to Jokic at the end of the game. You're waiting for this NBA Finals montage moment, and it's him barely with any reaction shaking hands. Yeah. And then at the post-game press conference, he's like, oh, we got a parade on Thursday? Oh. And then I saw Twitter eating him alive saying, like, Jokic is so excited, not because he won a championship, but because he doesn't have to exercise for the next three months. <laughs> like, it, it was a different reaction. It goes to your point of, it's just business, man. This is just business we're doing out here. Right. And, and look, it's anybody who doesn't like Jokic is because you don't ever see a scenario where your team would get him or a player just like him. Because that's that's a dude who can do everything. Like, like we're you know before the show started, Gaz and I were having a, a little bit of fun because we're seeing other like TV shows and everything do the whole who could threaten Denver next year? Is Denver a dynasty? All these things, and I'm like, guys, we don't even know what the teams are going to look like next year. <laughs> like, we don't even know like who's who, what free agents going where, how the draft pans out, who retires, who does this, who do, we don't we know none of these things right now. The conversation that like I feel like is a is a touch over the top, but you could have right now is is Joker an all time great? Like is he is he did he cement himself in this this playoff series in this season whatever? But especially in the playoffs as an all time great. So here's some of the the minutia facts, some of the stats out there. So the Nuggets have their first NBA championship franchise history. They're 46 seasons before winning the NBA championship is the most by any team prior to their first title. Whoa. So he's the first guy to get them where they need to be in a franchise that took the longest to get where they need to be. Um, we, the team's leading by three to one. They always win 35 to one. Only one time that they haven't won. Cavs Warriors. Yep. All right. So Joker is the first player in NBA history to lead all players in points, rebounds, and assists in a single postseason. That, I would be shocked if you find another stat that's more impressive than that one. That is incredibly impressive in the history of the NBA that no one's been able to pull that one off. Jordan, LeBron, Wilt, that's very impressive. Uh, Nikolai Jokic, is the he finished the playoffs averaging 52.9 combined points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game. The second most in NBA history. Okay, I know that previous one I said was really impressive. That one's very close to being just as impressive. Right? Uh, that's 59 and a point, 52.9. 52.9. Oh, do you have who's first? Don't tell me. Do you have it? Yeah, I do. I'll give you the number, 59.9. Oh, my. 
Bill Russell? No. Kareem? No. Don't make me guess Wilt. Wilt? 1967. Come on, Wilt no, Chamberlain. No, no. Get out of here, Wilt. <laughs> well, it's the most impressive stat you've ever heard. You just said it. Lies. You are a, you're a closeted Wilt Chamberlain fan. That's what it is. No, hater. Now it's an open Wilt Chamberlain hater. No, you got to get you got to get over that, buddy. You got to get over it. Let it go. You love the stats. The best part is over what? <laughs> right. You're making yeah, you you've made up this rivalry with Wilt Chamberlain, the ghost of Wilt Chamberlain. Um, yeah, so I just, I love watching the guy play. Yes, his his interviews are boring. His stuff is boring. You know what he is? He's that great wrestler that should never be handed a microphone. And that's what his brothers are for. Okay, so like if you watch a lot of pro wrestling, you see they got like Brock Lesnar. They got to put Paul Heyman with, with Brock Lesnar. Recently, he's been a little better at cutting promos because... As physically impressive and all the things he can do, you give him a mic, Brock like eat face of opponent. It's not it's not great. Joker is out there, he's like, This is fantastic. We've won. I'm very excited. Thank you. Wait, what? That's why you need his brothers on camera more often when they're trash talking Jack Nicholson and stuff like that. Like he's he's never if you just want to watch great basketball and win a bunch of games, potentially championships, you need Nikolai Jokic on your team. If you want to be entertained post pregame and on TMZ Sports, he's not your dog. He's not your guy. Isn't it ironic the difference okay. between how the difference between how we view professional athletes in different sports? Because that's how that's described. But if that's an NFL player, oh, he's a classic Patriot. That's yeah. why the Patriots win. Yeah. They don't make headlines. They don't get into the drama. They do it the Patriot way, whatever that means. But they do it that way. They stay out of the headlines, and Patriot fans says, that's why we win. Yep. Baseball, hey, we need a little bit more, okay? We need you guys to have uh, some celebrations, but not in front of old people because they don't like that. But in front of young people, when there's a camera rolling, that we can get to go viral with millions of views so people know who you are. Basketball, if you were wondering over the past few months and weeks of, why are the national media pundits and analysts and talking heads not giving Nikolai Jokic enough credit? Why is Kendrick Perkins yelling that the MVP debate's all about race? Why do people feel like they're undermining <laughs> what Denver God, is? Everything's about race now. You didn't know that? The fact that you asked that question is racist. How dare you? There's your answer. <laughs> exactly what Levax said. Not, not that part, but, but well, that might the not be wrong. The of the right, world. Yeah. right. Like, hey, the reason why these national pundits didn't want to talk about Jokic and the Nuggets is what you said. The drama, the easy to talk about, the headline, the who's going to do that. I can't stand Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant with some of that stuff, and I know Kyrie's feuding with our guy Guns from Outkick, but that's why. Hey, what do we do with the content this guy's given us? He's classy. He does it right. He's performing at a level we've never seen, but he doesn't want to talk too much about it. It's maybe the modern-day version to make us feel old, the modern-day version of Tim Duncan. Because you never got to see Duncan. Could he be the... um... Like, you like to bring up the point that one of the reasons people love Steph Curry so much is he looks like one of us. Like, he's, well, not one of us directly, but, like, he's not, like, this seven-foot-tall, cut-out-of-stone Adonis. Like, he's he's in great shape, tall dude, but he's not a super tall dude, but he just, he can just shoot from anywhere. He's just got that. We could all do that, given the practice and whatever. Mentally, we think we could all do that. 
forgetting that that Joker is seven feet tall because he's always standing next to other tall people, so he just looks like the tallest guy in the room. Because he's a little doughy, could you see him start to winning win over like your average fan? Because they're like, dude, I'm just like Joker. I don't have six pack abs, but I I play tough. I can pass. I can shoot. I'm 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 trouble in the paint. I wonder if you'll start to see him become that media darling, whether he likes it or not. Because Steph Curry doesn't say anything. He doesn't. He's a little more now. But like before, he did that that golf show with uh, with Rob. Um, I can't think Deer of Dick? Yeah, No, no, um, the comedian. I'll think of it later. But he did like he was like part of that golf show where they had to do like Rob these... Rob Regal. Yes, yeah. Deer yeah, from ridiculousness. I just Rob assumed... Regal. Regal. Thank you. Yeah, but like when he did, he started talking more then. Now, you know, maybe maybe just maybe Nikolai Jokic will will talk more. But even if he doesn't, I bet you see some guys start to like rock the fifteen. You know, if they don't have a team that they're they have a true allegiance to, or if they just want that top jersey. I want, watch that 15 jersey start to scream up the, the charts. Yeah, I like that point about the relatability because I just posted something on social media at WOFX980 that there's Jokic in the locker room, like you said, drinking a beer. There's another video out there of him shotgunning a beer. He's not jacked. He just looks like a regular dude who would pick up basketball at your local Y, and he's really good. Somebody would be like, all right, this guy could pass, dribble, and shoot. And rebound, I can get a good, healthy run in with this guy and make me look good. This is a teammate that I want. This is somebody I want to hang out with. Maybe this is that moment. You brought up the Steph Curry comparison because now he's crossing over to different fans and hit the ABC program. Maybe this is the start of that. Or here's the other. I brought up Tim Duncan. Maybe Jokic doesn't want any of that stuff. You, Levac, your fellow media members, great. You guys can talk about what you want. Sports fans, you guys can talk about who's the greatest of all time and everything else. I'm good winning championships, putting up good numbers, and doing my own thing. They, you've got enough NBA players who want their names in the ads and the spotlight and on Instagram. I will just go out here and win titles. Yeah. Because the Denver Nuggets, I, we mock it a little bit about a dynasty. That roster is built for the future. That roster's got so much talent. Unless anybody tries to go for a monster payday as a free agent at some point here in the next what, two to four years. They're going to be tough to beat forever because their style of basketball, there's not a team in the NBA can be like, oh, they play like the Nuggets. No, no, no. Yeah. The Nuggets do their own thing, and now it's championship style. Yeah, and we'll see who can be a challenge for them, and are they a dynasty, and all the other things <laughs> as, as, we, as we roll on. Uh, but uh, congratulations, Denver Nuggets. You continue to uh, – you know, it, it's fun to watch. It's good basketball. It, it, it makes me mad because you don't have a ton of superstars. You just have good players. It makes me wish the Knicks knew how to do that. So, but we'll move on. We'll, we, I digress, okay? I do want to tell you that uh, my my superstar, who just shows up and does their job, are, are our friends at USX Pest Control. That's, a, that's what they do. Tim comes out, explains everything to you. You got to schedule your free inspection, USXPest.com. What I love about this is when when Tim, you tell me if you had the same experience, guys. When Tim first starts explaining the stuff, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I don't know if I care. Like, can you just make the bugs and everything go away? But then you, then you start to listen to it and you understand why he's explaining what he's explaining. Here's here's why I believe at some point you had mice. Here's why I believe they're not here anymore. Here's why I know they're here right now. Here's this. Here's that. And then you start listening to it and you realize this is a guy who is taking the time to tell you why you need. USX Pest, why you need his help, 
and then why he's going to recommend what he recommends. It's I love it. There might be some people in your family that have like the ring light, and they'll tell you at your yeah. next family gathering, "Hey, Tommy boy, saw a mouse in our garage. Saw something outside. Something's getting near my garden. My plant." Okay, rather than you, as someone who might be older or a family member, telling you what they saw in your ring light that might be taking you away from summer activities, call USX Pest Control to have it <laughs> fixed. Rather than getting updates of what's going wrong, tell your grandfather, your uncle, hey, I know you're watching the bugs this summer. Right. How about you get those fixed thanks to USX Pest Control? They'll come over so you can enjoy yourself and not stare at your ring light on rainy oh my days. God, I just realized that I'm that person. I, a lot of people don't I want need, to admit it. They are. Well, because so... There's there's like migration season for different things, right? There's a point in the like spring where the skunks will start to roll through the neighborhood, like a gang almost, and they they've been hiding in one part of my yard, and I can see them walk across the driveway the whole night. And I didn't even bring it up. I've let them know, like, hey, can we put like a fence here, so they just keep their stinky butts moving. I guarantee you, once I tell them, USX Pest Control will have a way to fix it. Schedule your free inspection today at usxpest.com. Fireworks, baseball, and family fun return to the Capital Region this week for an action-packed six-game homestand. Join us from June 13th to the 18th as the Cats take on the Lake Erie Crushers and the Florence Yalls. For theme nights, more information, or to get your tickets today, log on to tcvalleycats.com or call 518-629-CATS. Valley Cats Baseball, your ticket to fun. O'Reilly Auto Parts Loaner Tool Program offers more than 80 specialty tools. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Quote based on healthy non-smoking 30-year-old female with a 20-year term policy rates may vary. Eligible policies and state planning tools can vary by state. It's a busy life. You have enough to worry about. So here's a great way to check life insurance off your list. It's called Ethos. With the thought of medical exams, forms to fill out, and the cost, it's easy to see why life insurance can fall to the bottom of your to-do list. But at Ethos Life, we've got your back. For about a dollar a day, you could get a quarter million dollars in term life insurance without a medical exam. Just go online, answer a few health questions, and snap, family protected. You could get a quote in seconds, apply in minutes, and be covered in hours. No medical exams, no blood tests, no hassle. Right now, with your purchase of an eligible policy from Ethos, you'll get something else important to your family. Tools to create a legal will. A $449 value, yours free. Ethos, the 100% online, hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. We see some patients who come in and they have been in just so much pain for so long that they are just deflated. But that's about to change because QC Kinetics provides hope for relief using all new regenerative treatments that concentrate your body's own healing properties into aching hips, back, shoulders, and knees. And Dr. Suckerman, a medical director at QC Kinetics, loves watching the patient transformations. One of the most amazing things is when I get to see a patient who, after a few months of our treatments, is just a completely different person. They are smiling and happy, and the weight of the world is off their shoulders because we were able to take away their pain. And that's with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. It's just amazing to be able to change people's lives like that. It's very gratifying. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 838-900-3360. That's 838-900-3360. 838-900-3360. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. 
Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. Isn't it nice to get exactly what you want? Introducing the new MyPlan from Verizon. With MyPlan, you pick only the perks you want and you save on every one. So you're getting exactly what you want in your phone plan and only paying for what you need. All on Verizon's award-winning 5G network. And for a limited time, when you bring your own phones to a Verizon store, you can get MyPlan for an incredible price. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get MyPlan for an amazing deal. It's your Verizon. Now back to Levesque and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. Little quick stop in the subway, huh? Who's in the mood? Who wants to go on a quick subway ride? Anybody? Anybody? Show of hands. Anybody? Uh, yeah, that's right. The Yankees are headed to City Field for a two-game series. And I'm both excited and disappointed already. It's amazing how I can be such a dichotomy of feelings, my Ooh. friend. How do you like it? I want to study you, LeVac. And by the way, I don't call it the subway. I call it the choo-choo. You don't think the train, do you? Well, you, you're saying the subway is a train? Yeah. It's underground. It's a subway. Mm, I think trains can be underground. I think it's called the subway. That's why I call it the choo-choo, to mm, just clear up that confusion. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. No, sir. Uh, tonight's 7-10 first pitch. Luis Severino versus Max Scherzer. That's right. This battle of these titans, toe-to-toe. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um... I don't think you're being sarcastic there. That part I like. That part I'm excited about because for the Yankees to be one of the best teams in baseball, they need to have Severino be able to go out and take on other teams' aces. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah, and that's I wasn't trying to say that like you were trying to make fun of Severino by being sarcastic. I think there are some people who are not Yankee fans who would feel that way, though. That Scherzer is a great pitcher, Hall of Fame pitcher, all the great things, World Series champion, Scherz has been a number one pick, two colored eyes. Like, rank how you think those things are in the impressive scale of Max Scherzer. Mm -hmm. Very cool. But Severino, late 2010s, top six, five pitcher in the American League. I got out of flamethrower back in May and started roasting poor Severino about how bad I think he is, and the Yankees don't need him anymore. But here's another night where Severino can go out and say, I can still be a top pitcher in the American League. I can be a huge impact player for this Yankee roster. I can change the fortunes of this team so far in 2023, and I can do it on a huge national stage against the Mets and against a great pitcher in Scherzer. This can be one of these great moments for Severino. However, dot, 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 the story of Severino's career has been what, LeVac, in big games that you and I have covered? He has wilted. He has, tends to get blown up early in the big games. Gets way too excited and gets blown up. He gets can't geeked up. Can't calm himself down. He's all over the place. He's throwing the wrong pitches. This could be one of those moments tonight. His career has shown when the big game comes, Severino 
for whatever reason, is not the same pitcher. I feel like some of the pressure is off, though, because this isn't the matchup that we all anticipated. Like, when you when you looked ahead before the season, when the schedule came out and you knew who was where, you looked at these two games and you went, this could be cool. This could be really, really cool. Two highest payrolls in baseball. I know the Mets are one. I'm pretty sure the Yankees are two. And you got the, you know, the captain slash MVP in Judge. You got the polar bear, Pete Alonzo, who's, you know, he's just, all he does is hit home runs and, and, and smile and have fun and air hump things. Like, he, you got these guys <laughs> that, are, that are fired up. Like, now that they're not there, just looking at their quick batting leaders, um, both of those guys lead their teams in home runs. Both of those guys lead their teams in RBIs. Aaron Judge leads the Yankees in batting average. Nemo sneaks ahead of Alonzo in batting average. But I wonder if it takes some of the pressure off Severino knowing that this is basically a dress rehearsal for the matchup everybody really wanted. Because you don't have Judge. You don't have Alonzo. You get so many injuries, especially on the Yankees side, that this and, – and both teams are, what, nine and a half back respectively? Like this doesn't have – when you saw this be, at the beginning of the year – after what Steve Cohen did with just opening the checkbook and going to work with the Yankees, bringing back Judge, getting Carlos Rodon, all those things. I looked at this and I was like, I can't wait. Like this, I get, I'm get. i just ready to tell everybody we got a World Series preview here. Now I'm looking at it going, this could be a wild card preview here. Like this, if, you know, if everything goes really well for both teams, if they can get healthy. Like Hal Steinbrenner was asked today. Is the Yankees a championship roster? Yes, as soon as we get them back on the field. It's just, I wonder, like, if I'm Severino and we're, and you haven't quite shook that whole, I get too geeked up and I can't control my pitches. Do you look around these rosters and you hear people talk about it and go, nine and a half back, two biggest names that aren't here? Yeah, okay, I can go out and pitch well. If that's what makes him pitch better, great. Someone keep telling them that. Whatever mentally, because sometimes this is just mental as it is physical with athletes at this high of a level, if that's what he has to think about mentally to become a better pitcher in big games, keep doing it. Keep thinking that. Maybe it's because we just came off a basketball segment talking about superstars and legacy and greatness and how impactful a player can be, that I'm putting that mindset here to Severino. And what I mean by that is Jokic is the best player for the Nuggets. But let's say, for instance, he goes out and he gets hurt in a game. doesn't matter, regular season. Okay, somebody on the Nuggets, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., somebody's got to step up and be the best player on the court for the Nuggets that night. If we took that same mentality here to baseball, judges out, the better players for the Yankees aren't in the lineup. Okay, with these guys going down, who is the best Yankee taking the field in these matchups? It's not too long ago where we would have said it's Severino. If we did, what, the MLB The Show rankings? You know, had the old overall rating on the lineup you're sending out there. There was a time that the best overall rating for the Yankees, if this was the lineup that was lost there, could have been Severino. Right. So even though your mindset is, hey, nine and a half back, our best players aren't here, just go out and pitch and don't worry about everything else. Just go out and be yourself. Throw your best stuff. Another mindset could be, hey, I'm the best player out here right now, and this game is the moment where I proved to everybody I can be the best. If that's the mindset he has, even though most athletes need to have that, maybe that's not what Severino can do. And as for sure, as you flip it over, uh, craziness, madman, competitive, I don't want to know what's in his mind. 
I, I don't know what I, I have no idea what Max Scherzer thinks about, but I'm sure it's violent, angry, mean. But that's worked for his career. Yeah, I, I yeah he he lets him. That is his that is his overall persona. I don't know. It's just and maybe I'm just hoping that it's seen the way I see it because it just it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel like, like the way that we're used to seeing, you know, these these two these two squads when when they're both good, and they should both be good. Neither one is very good. Yankees won't even put out their dang roster yet. Their lineup. I mean, it's insane. It's annoying to me. Mets have done it. Come on, Yankees. Where's your lineup? I would like to see it. But no, you don't do it because you don't. Maybe they don't know who it is yet. Wait a second. Do you think the Yankees aren't putting it out because they're not sure? Or is this already a little bit of, ha-ha, to the Mets? Like, a little bit of, well, we'll put it out when we feel like it. Well, that's, that is historical. That, that is a Yankee thing. You know, they, they'll, they'll hold that damn lineup as long as they can. They, don't, they don't, don't like to show it. But, I mean, the Mets, you got, you know, Nimmo, Alvarez, McNeil. McNeil's in left field. Um, Lindor is back in cleanup. Charlie Marte, right field, he's bad fifth. Brett Bay. Brett Batty, sorry, I'm looking from a distance and my eyes suck. Tony Pham, what a fam, he's DHing. Yeah, like it's it's just kinda caramel. It doesn't I'm supposed to see Alonzo in there. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna come I'm gonna cry and complain about it. I'm gonna give you the answer. The great Karnak, there you go, for our older listeners here, where Johnny Carson used to put up the answer before the question. Okay. My answer is yes. Okay. With more details, the Yankees sitting as the second wild card team currently in the American League, mm-hmm. and the Mets three games out of the wild card spot. Okay, do you believe the winner of this series is more likely to be a playoff team? It's two games. My answer is yes, and I can go first if you want. Go ahead. Okay, so the Yankees are already in that spot right now. So let's say the Yankees win both of these games. You look across the American League. Who is the most likely in playoff team? Not division winner, playoff team. Who's more likely to catch the Yankees if they beat the Mets? Houston. Uh, Houston's really good. Mm-hmm. But Houston, at some point, is going to fall off because the Rangers are actually winning that division right now. Toronto's a great pick. But after that, the Angels have always choked. The Red Sox talent on the roster is not as good. Seattle, they've battled with. But getting healthy, I would still take the Yankees over everybody who's below them. The biggest test, I would believe, would be Houston and Toronto. But you could hold them off. And I feel like I'd actually pick Baltimore. My God, I can't believe I'm saying Baltimore as a playoff team. Yes. Baltimore, Toronto, and New York. Four teams out of the American League East. So, yeah, I feel like if they beat the Mets, they can. Now, if the Mets win, who's in front of them with their talent they can't catch? They're better than the Marlins. They're better than the Giants. They've beaten the Phillies just a few weeks ago. The Reds are riding the Ellie De La Cruz. The Reds are having a lot of fun. And the Padres have been one of the most disappointing teams. So, yeah, yes. If this team, New York, Mets or Yankees, win this series, yeah, I think they're more likely to get to the playoffs and can be a playoff team from it. I love that you think that these two teams that seem to just flirt, not just flirt with, are, are actually married to mediocrity at this point, are going to, somebody's going to win. It's gonna, they're going to split this one and then they'll split the two at Yankee Stadium later. Like that's what they're gonna do. This is driving me nuts, and just keep it going. Hammer home the yeah. point: if we're not gonna be able to figure these teams out, and back to Levac's point of the summer, the Mets—they good? Yeah, you any good? Mets any good? Yankees any good? Any chance of health? What are we looking at here, guys? Like that's 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 what I'm saying. Like there's 
there was something about the way you would have approached this two game first half of a subway series that would have felt like you would have an idea who the best New York baseball team was. If the Yankees were to take both these games without Pete Alonso, without Aaron judge, it is their two best starters. It's your two best. I would have historically abused the daylights out of the Mets fans. Oh, you thought it was your city now. Oh, aren't you cute? But on this one, it's like, I don't, neither team is really the team yet. Neither team has performed the way you expect them to. The Yankees have had more windows of being that team. But, like, without your best players, without those things, I have to look at Mets fan, theoretically, in this in this example, where Yankees take both these games, Severino stays with Scherzer, uh, Cole outdeals Verlander, which is not historically the way that's gone, and go, yeah, we're better than you right now. You can't tell me that this wasn't the perfect stage to see Judge and Alonzo play a quick round of anything you can do, I can do better. Mm. You know, both guys go two for four. One's got a home run. One's got two doubles. But one's got three RBIs. One's got four. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one comes up in the ninth and hits a, just a monster that just actually goes through a guy's glove burns a hole in it and goes into the into the, the the stands. And a little bit of talk, right? Yeah. Like Alonzo was mouthing off a little bit. He was doing the well, throw it again was what he was saying, yeah, right? to the Braves. To the Braves. And, and Judge has had a little bit of a history of the boom box and everything snarky, else. A little snarky. A little snarky. And there's a little bit of like post-game doing it in comparison to in the game. That stuff's fun. Like I find that really entertaining when teams are yelling back and forth and nobody's getting violent, nobody's stepping over the line, but... When you're competing against somebody and you can see a real rivalry, and sometimes rivalries feel forced in professional sports, but New York versus New York, young athlete versus young athlete, all the storylines, you're totally right, would have been there if those guys were healthy. It definitely would have been a better watch with those two young phenoms playing, but we don't get them. Darn no. it. No. I blame you guys. Me? I think somehow what? Somehow it's your your fault, and I'm I'm unhappy about it. And I, I think you uh, I think you owe everyone an apology. But again, it, you know, all that aside, it, is, it should be again when you look at the pitching and and the other guys are going to have to step up and play. And it's weird because again, I can't tell you exactly what the Yankees have planned for this evening because they're holding their lineup. They're just for whatever reason they refuse to put it out there. But it's just like it'll still be cool. But the thought of Judge and Polar Bear going toe to toe, come on. That's what everybody signed up for. That's what everybody wants to see. You know, if if Otani is is going to hit the same night the Judge or, or Alonso is going to that's what you want to see. Which one of those guys who is hitting monster home runs, who's having a blast, doing things that you're not supposed to do as normal humans, who's going to have the better night? And I, I'm of the belief that what we've seen so far from guys like Alonso and Judge, they don't wilt in those situations. Like, think about, what was it, was it two years ago where they were doing promos based on how many home runs Alonzo hit would change the price of the tickets, it would take money off, whatever, and he kept hitting home runs. You do that to a lot of guys, they're like, oh, I don't know, I can't, I'm sorry. They're hitting pop-ups, you know, it's whatever. Historically, Judge gets up in a clutch moment or, or all eyes are on him, it goes over the wall. That's what these guys are. They're matinee guys, they're, they're main eventers, they want to get out there and hit. And I don't get to. 
It's all God's fault. No, it's not it's my fault. God's I've done nothing to these two, except having Pete Alonso on my fantasy team. And yeah, I know what it is. What? Well, you, well, that I didn't know that. That might be the jinx. That's not good. Well, that and you made me work on a Boston Red Sox station, Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine eighty. I think that caused the rift in in the universe that has ruined everything. Is this like Tangia? The, the plates are moving and things are happening the ways they're not supposed to. It's chaos theory. A butterfly flaps his wings over here and there's a tsunami around the world. Like that's what that's what's happening. What are the cards called? They're sp- it's spelled T- tarot card. Tarot. But there's a silent T in tarot, but there's like those things are moving around. I assume they have some type of thing with the future. What do they actually do? Uh, allegedly, they do read the future for you. Like, really? Yeah, but you have to know how to read them. I thought they're like wizards or something. I thought it was like Dungeons and Dragons. Those things. No, it's a way for you to tell the tell to read somebody's fortune. Okay, okay, this is confusing me. I knew the reference, but like, so it's like a Ouija board. Like no, that, that's Ouija board ghost. is to speak to the to, yeah, the, yeah, to yeah. the dead. Yeah, a tarot tarot cards. In, in my notes, I don't read them. I don't have the ability. It would uh, someone who's experienced them can read your your future? Can tell you what's gonna your fortune? They can tell you what's gonna happen in your life. And that's what happened here because now you're at a Red Sox station. Now Alonzo's injured and Judge is injured. Ruined everything. Ruined everything. And even that, hey, Red Sox fan, before you laugh, why do you think you're so bad? Besides not being able to cheat because everybody's watching you. But, like, you know, come on. These things are all out there. It's all out there for you, friends. You can see it. It's Gaza's fault. (laughs) (laughs) It is tarot cards. Tarot. Tarot. Tarate. Tarate. Um, I, I do, there's some, there's, I, I'm getting, I'm getting more and more joy from people arguing in public. Like, I don't know what it is about me and is my it miserable parents? Is it parents? Well, no, like this is, I, I, this is, I'm, I went to my personal Fox sports radio, 95, nine, nine eighty tarot cards that I have in here. Oh, and I'm, I'm predicting issues in the future for multiple people. So, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do my prediction of, can't miss arguments that are on the that are on the horizon. All right, I'm going to do that for you. Um, coming up in just in just a couple of minutes, but right now I'll tell you about my good friend, Doctor Fred Dreer, and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Doctor Dreer and the team are amazing. They got together with me, a guy who I don't know if you've noticed this. I think I know everything. So when they told me that they could fix my sleep apnea and my snoring, I was like, "Here's your going, whatever." And then sure enough, at home sleep study couple quick tests just to make sure there was nothing else going on that needed to be taken care of. And then they put together the measurements to get this custom-made mouthpiece for me, keeps my airway open, my snoring is under control, my sleep apnea is under control. It has changed everything. It has made, like today, I'm fighting my allergies, but I got the strength to fight my allergies because I got a great night's sleep last night. I went, I went down early, and I was out all night thanks to my mouthpiece, from the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsam Spa. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsam Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better too. Don't struggle with the stress and anxiety of divorce or custody alone. Turn to the Caldwell Law Group. Our team of compassionate, experienced attorneys will help you navigate your divorce or custody issues. Get the help you need today. Visit caldwell-law.com for more info. 
been in the community for over 130 years, Curtis Lumber has built their reputation on trust. When building or remodeling, rely on Curtis Lumber for expert advice and quality products like Anderson Windows. You can't beat Anderson's craftsmanship with pre-finished wood interiors and low-maintenance exteriors. Anderson Windows are easy to use, energy efficient, and engineered to last. Trust Anderson Windows from Curtis Lumber, the professional's choice in home improvement. Kanowski Agency Incorporated honors and congratulates the graduates of this year's class at Amsterdam and Johnstown High Schools. All the years of hard work and dedication paid off. Your education is your ticket to a successful future, and you should be proud. Good luck to all the local graduates from Kanowski Agency Incorporated, insuring within our community since 1959, with two locations to better serve you at 108 North Perry Street, Johnstown, or 478 Locust Avenue, Amsterdam. KanowskiAgency.com. DraftKings presents another totally rad message on how to bet responsibly from someone who's still totally rad, Tony Hawk. You know, betting without a game plan is a little like skating a giant ramp without helmet and pads. I wouldn't risk it, and I wouldn't bet without a game plan. DraftKings Sportsbook provides you with tools to set a realistic budget and time limits, so you're ready to bet responsibly. Thanks, Tony. Visit DraftKings.com slash Responsible-Gaming to learn about all these tools and more. Because the more you know about safe betting, the more rad you'll be. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. O'Reilly Auto Parts Loaner Tool Program offers more than 80 specialty tools. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hillcrest Golf Course reminds you that Father's Day is coming up. Father's Day is a wonderful opportunity to bask in the glow of your family's affection and appreciation. Father's Day has become a day to honor your father, but also a day to honor all men who act as father figures, including uncles, stepfathers, brothers, and grandfathers. Happy Father's Day from Hillcrest Golf Course. Conveniently located with a driving range. 3428 Giffords Church Road, Princetown. Find us at Facebook. Call Hillcrest Golf Course at 518-355-9817. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet. The faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Oh, man. So, all right, let's start with one that makes, like, obvious you, you expect this fight or more maybe you don't. Um, as, as some of you guys have been paying attention, you watch Michigan martial art, Mixed Martial Arts. Sorry, again. I've got... There's the pollen's back. Now that the smoke is gone, the pollen is back. I've um I've had this tickle and this nonsense. I've taken a Claritin. It's made no difference. It's 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 bad. Amanda Nunez, the lioness, the greatest female fighter of all time, 
beats Irene Aldana at UFC 289. It was not supposed to be Irene Aldana at UFC 289. It was supposed to be a rematch against Juliana Pena, who has beaten Nunez in the past. The Venezuelan Vixen. I love that nickname. That's a great. And the fact that you got it out, and I can't even say like fight or words um, is now I feel, I feel less than, but good for you. Um, so they don't fight. Nunez wins, wins in dominating fashion, like to the point where the fight was almost boring because Aldana never, never really pushed any kind of violent aggression. She came forward, but she kept her hands over her face. She just, she just tried to like minimize damage. It's almost like she just wanted to finish the fight, but that was enough. Nunez wins the fight by decision, and retires afterwards. Lays the double belts down, lays the gloves down, drinking beer. You know, um, I, her wife is going to have another child, I guess. Like, all these all these things. Uh, Juliana Pena, not happy, calls her a coward, says they have unfinished business. Will they fight, guys? Hmm. I would say yes, just because... Fighters, both boxing, mixed martial arts, are the most notorious for retiring and then unretiring and then retiring again <laughs> and then unretiring again. And then, and then one more. And then, yeah. Well, They're, and also calling her a coward. I feel like that's like, you know, like she has now become the villain from every Rocky movie after what, four or five, where it's like, oh, you got to, you got to unretire and fight me. And it's like, no, I can't do it. You're a coward. Okay, I'll do it. Or, you know, it's like, you're, you're a coward, still not going to fight you. Your kid's ugly. All right, I'll fight you. Like, like that's, <laughs> that's where we're at. So, like, she went right to the coward right away. So it's only a matter of time before she calls her kids ugly, and then it's on. And you know what? For some fighters, that's enough for them to want to fight. The reason the fighters retire and then unretire and do that whole thing back and forth, two reasons. Really strong two reasons. One, after all of that training for months, they probably don't want to do it for a while. They're like, right. I just put my body through a ridiculous amount of punishment, and I just got punched in the face. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. The second part is, I don't want to be punched in the face anymore. I've made enough money in my life where I had to, at some point, do this to feed my family, pay the bills. This is a skill set I had. Maybe it's sometimes they weren't highly educated, and they decided to enter the fight game at a very young age. I don't want to do this anymore because I don't have to do this anymore. Right. That's the reason they retire. The reason they unretire is they are fighters and they don't have much to turn to. All that time in the gym and all that time fighting, they love it so much. When they enter the quote unquote real world, they're like, I don't like this as much as I like getting in the gym and cutting weight and fighting and feeling that moment of the crowd going crazy. That's why they unretire a lot and also paydays. Yeah. It feels like Nunez's reason why she retired there is she said, I'm going to, again, she didn't say this, but it feels like it. The only way I'm coming back to fight Juliana Pena, who's already beaten me before, is a lot more money. A lot right. more money. Well, and I, I do, I think, I think there's like another piece that kind of weaves in between what you just said, too, where it's like most of these, like, especially Amanda Nunez, she always, she was a, she was a fighting champion. Like, she fought more, I, I feel like, I don't have like this stat in front of me, but I feel like she fought more with the belt on than most people ever have. Like it was, oh, I'm clear to fight. Okay, I'll go. Let's go. Let's get somebody in there. Let's go. Let's let's slap somebody around. Um, what I love the most about her, complete side note down down another path, you knew just from body language, she was scared to death to fight Cyborg. 
She did not want to be in that cage, but she went in that cage. And as soon as she realized she hurt Cyborg, she went to work. Like it was like two. It was like, oh man, here we go. I hope this is okay. To like, oh, let's go. <laughs> and so like, I, I love that. Like she got in that cage with somebody. She was clearly, clearly scared to fight. And I, no one will ever admit that. I know, but and went through it. But she fought a lot. So by by retiring, air quote retiring, you can shut it all down, because. There's no way that woman took more than what a week break, where she had beer and cheesecake, or you know didn't watch her calorie intake. Like she can now go be, you know, a mom. She can go be at home. She can do all those things. There's no, all right, hey, I got two weeks and then I got to be at this place. I got I got uh, six days and then I got to stop eating carbs or like all that goes out the window until it isn't. And then you can go, all right, two months from now. Okay, I want to do it again. But as long as that mentally, there's another fight on the horizon, there's no way you can turn it all the way off as a real champ. I'm more surprised she's retiring now than two years ago. Because at some point in some fighters' careers, they have nothing left to prove. Right. She got beat by Juliana Pena, and it's bizarre to think about it, but it actually was better for the sport she lost. Because now there's a rivalry, somebody could actually beat her. Amanda Nunes's overall career can be defined, although legendary, although great, by two big moments. Two big, huge moments. I think two is like the theme of the day today for me. But two, again here, she's the one who took Ronda Rousey's head and bounced it around the octagon like a basketball. Just destroyed Ronda and ended her career. Yep. Ronda Rousey never fought again. Ronda Rousey was women's mixed martial arts until Holly Holm knocked her out and then Amanda Nunes embarrassed her. She never fought again. That was one of the defining moments of her career. The other one was in Houston when she missed weight, but made weight, but didn't fight, but backed out because she was dehydrated and she was the headline fight. And Dana White called her out and said, there's fighters that have been way worse scenarios than you have. You should fight. And Dana White got so upset with her. He basically came out and said, you will never main event a UFC card again because of how you just acted. Now, it's easy for you and I to say, oh, she didn't want to fight because she was like that she might get beat or anything I feel dehydrated when I leave the studio sometimes. <laughs> and her cutting weight's a whole different right. thing. But the highs and lows of her career, she doesn't have to prove anything else. And I think that that statement alone, whether you're a UFC fan, a boxing fan, or a sports fan, there are going to be some athletes who have nothing else to prove. There's no reason to do it anymore. Tom Brady's one of them. At some point, Patrick Mahomes might be one of them. Uh, Jokic, he's too early in his career. But LeBron... Like there are certain people who are like, okay, it's time to go. I- I've done everything I've ever wanted to accomplish. There's no need to do this anymore. Yeah, but she has the easy out because, again, Pena beats Nunez in UFC 269, and then Nunez beats Pena in 277, and now you're a coward. You have to, you'll have to fight again. We'll see how where that goes. But here's my next will they fight, guys. Are you ready for this? Okay. In what I think is maybe the most brilliant marketing of, of the modern age, the U.S. Open tees off. This weekend, correct? Yes. Rory McIlroy, the champion of the PGA, and Brooks Kepka, one of the champions of Live Golf, <laughs> are in the same group at the U.S. Open. Will they fight? Like, is there a better dude? Brooks Kepka is so good at the golf rivalry because most people, when I say golf rivalry, you're like, oh, what are they going to do? Call each other names, whatever. Brooks Kepka wanted to fight Bryson DeChambeau. And I think if Bryson DeChambeau wasn't a nerd who had found steroids, they would have fought on a golf course. 
this Rory McIlroy hates live golf, hates it. Brooks Kepka is taunting everyone since the merger has been announced. This is the great. I if I never wanted to watch a U.S. Open in my life, if I didn't care care about golf at all, this group just made me want to watch. What do I got to do? I got to pay for um, what is it, ESPN Plus or or or. or, or iHeart Plus. I don't care. Whoever <laughs> I got to pay for to get to see this. And I want I want a microphone close by. I want to hear what they say to each other. Will they fight? Rory McIlroy, Brooks Kepka. You said Rory hates Live Golf. Yep. I think he hates Kepka more than Live Golf. Yes. Let's go. Because the thing with Live Golf, what happened for Rory, whether he wanted it to or not, when the whole Live Golf thing was going on, the PGA needed a leader, a spokesperson, mm-hmm. a face. Mm-hmm. And Tiger's not the one because Tiger's getting offered like $800 million. So Tiger kind of just, and honestly, at this point, do you want Tiger to be the face of anything? I know it's been 20 years. But well, like, he did take a stand. He didn't take that 800 mil. He, he didn't. He did. But he, Tiger's, the name Tiger Woods is not what it was 10, 20 years ago. But, so Rory became the face of the PGA. And I think Rory hates Kepka because he's like, not only do you win, you're good. People do care about you. And, hey, you want to admit this? It's fine. Probably a little jealous. He got a big fat payday and Rory didn't. He yeah. got his money. Rory didn't take his money. And Rory had to be the face of, sorry, you probably should have shown us and taken your money. And Rory's kind of like the guy who's in really good shape, but he's not like respected as being like a physical specimen the way Brooks Kepke is. Like there's a lot there. It's, and dude's Irish. Let's go. He's got a temper. I'm Scottish. I can say it. So you want Gilmore Barker? You want him rolling yeah. around the golf course? The price is wrong, beep. Let's go. Come on. You. There's no way on God's green earth those two aren't trying to hit bigger drives than each other. Those two aren't trying to be better than each Like, I know you do that anyway. That's that's professional golf. You're. It's not like when we all go out and play, you know, a best ball or a captain and crew or, you know, charity golf where you're just, you're rooting for everybody and you're forcing them. No, you want to beat everybody in your group. I get that. That's obviously true. But now you don't just want to win to win. You want to win to embarrass. You want to win to prove that you're better than. Come on, let's go. My hope is Live Golf does something like this that, hey, we found an entertainment way to make more people who are outside of golf care about the sport, which is a goal for every sport. Golf may try to say, oh, the reason why we're golf is because we don't lean into the crazy fraternity like feel of the beer drinkers and going nuts. You get the. Phoenix Open, and that's about it. Maybe the Ryder Cup. That's why it's more special, because we never do that all the time. I want this to happen. I want what you said, too. Cameras, live footage, trash talk. Let's be entertained by NWO golf. NWO crotch chops. Like, <laughs> yeah, take that, Brooks. Yeah. Rip, rips off the live golf shirt. Yes, let's go. I mean, like, like when they when they started putting Kepka and DeChambeau together, I was like, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. This is better. Because, like, DeChambeau had that, that nice little window where he was a very good golfer, which may have already closed. Kepka, now that he's, if, as long as he's healthy, he's one of those guys he can win anywhere. Rory is, like, a favorite to win almost every tournament he's in. He's just, he's just consistently good, sometimes great. So this is perfect. And this is, and look, Kepka and DeChambeau didn't like each other because DeChambeau golf slow. Like, that's annoying. But this is, like, like you said, livelihood, money. Belief system, all of it. You know, uh, maybe a little jealousy. I'm in. Let's go. U.S. Open. Way to go. Good job. Forget the match. Forget putting 
you know, Brady against Woods or whatever stupid, Barkley or whatever. Just find dudes like this who literally hate each other and throw them out on the golf course together. It's the way to win if you want to win. If you want to win, I'm telling you. Um, tomorrow, if you want to come by and hang out with us, we're going to be live from one of my favorite places in all the capital region. Actually, at this exact moment, it's not one of my favorite places on earth, and that's Mohawk Chevrolet uh, right up in in Malta, Balsa Spa. I mean, it's it's beautiful place. It's one of my favorite dealerships, top to bottom, because it's just everything is thought of. It's it's they've got a big walking path that you can go enjoy yourself. They got Adirondack chairs everywhere. Now they've got Car Bravo. So even if you're not like your dream vehicle may not have a bow tie on it, maybe you're not as cool as I am, where your dream vehicle's a Black Widow Chevy Silverado, which you got from Mohawk Chevrolet, but you can find it with Car Bravo, and of course you get that amazing sales service, everything that you get at Mohawk Chevrolet. I am thrilled when I send people to Mohawk Chevrolet because I know they're going to get the vehicle and the experience that they've been hoping for. Um, my daughter's got her oil changed over there, and now she's she's thinking about She's like, Dad, I think I want a truck. I'm like, you need to calm down, all right? <laughs> Easy over there. She's right. like, she literally said, she's like, I got FOMO because you got a cool pickup. I think I need a cool pickup. I'm like, you got a cool trailblazer. Calm down. Mohawk Chevrolet. Find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet where they go out of their way to please you. Top 4 of 4 coming up next with LeVac Gaz on Fox Sports Radio. Tuesday, June 20th is your chance to join. It's time for the Top 4 at 4 with LeVac and Gaz. <laughs> time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. Oh, Gazi Bear, what is the Fourth biggest story in the world of sports. Boy, that first hour flew with the show. I wanted to squeeze this I feel like we haven't even done it. That's how fast it went by. I didn't get a chance to mention these guys. Uh, Closer, by the way, called me, and I haven't called him back. So, Closer, if you're listening, I will call you back at some point. You're supposed to call him back? I never call him back. Because the Albany Patroons won 135-108. to They are now your Eastern Conference champions in the TBL. Patroons breaking records. 135, a new point-scoring record. Shout out to the Patroons. Their season continues on, right? They yeah. still got a chance to win some more games, and a championship is not too far away. Shout out to the Patroons. Bring it home the East last night. Yeah, they got to they got to beat the St. Louis Griffins now. And if they beat the St. Louis Griffins, they go to the TBL championship game or series. And if they win that, they will be the champions of the entire TBL. So lots of good times left ahead. The St. Louis Griffins... You're next. Um, and uh, we'll see how that goes. I believe the uh, series begins on the 15th. Yes, 15th, 7 o'clock is, is when, the, uh, when, it all, when it all gets underway. For those who don't know, how would you define a griffin? Oh, a griffin is generally a, a winged animal that's, I believe it's usually a, a lion's body and with wings. You know, maybe a... Maybe Maybe other head. Right? It's harder yeah. to describe than I thought about it's this. Like a lion let, with wings. I'll let you go first on it because it's like mythical, but is it like the Harry Potter dragon, but just is like not a dragon? It's just like an eagle. It's a hard animal to describe, but I decided to let you do it live into a microphone. Right, hold on. And it's I the still head can't do it and wings of an eagle in the body of a lion. There you go. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Some little kid made that up. His parents thought it was cool, and now a griffin became a thing. Yeah. But it's well, not I, as good I, as a patroon. It goes all the way. It goes back a little farther than. I mean, it's way back. It's mythology. BC? Yeah. Cavemen? I believe. So. I believe well, Eating toys not, together? I don't know if it's cavemen. Griffin. I don't know if it's cavemen. But God? God himself made a griffin, yes. Peter Griffin. Hey, guys. Story number three. 
There's no segue from that. But we will do something we haven't done in a long time. I'm breaking the rules. I promised you I'd never do this again for the rest of the summer. Where do you order it? I'm, I got a new... Story number three <laughs> is Game 5 of the Stanley Cup tonight. The Vegas Golden Knights lead the Florida Panthers three games uh. to one in this series. We're talking hockey. That's right. 8 o'clock puck drop. And, Levac, I'll give you a double hockey story here in story number three. We got some New York hockey news. The Rangers have hired one of my favorite names in sports, Peter LaViolette. 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 As their next head coach, he has coached for 20-plus seasons in the NHL. Maybe you remember him for the Washington Capitals as well. They did not renew his contract. What's up with the Capitals? I'll get to that in a second. But what do you make of hockey back in the top five? What do you make of hockey back in the top four at four? And will the Vegas Golden Knights clinch it tonight? I hope so. Dear God, I hope so. Get it over with. I, I'm a I'm a Vegas Golden Knights fan, kind of. Like, I'm a Rangers guy, but if there was another one I'd want to see. There's only two other places I would want to watch a hockey game than the Mass Square Garden. Uh, it would be down in Tennessee, Nashville. Uh, I, I believe it's a, it's one of the tire, it's named after one of the tire companies. Um, and then, obviously, Vegas for the Golden Knights, because those fans are insane. They're fun. They're crazy. It's a good time. Those two. So give me, and plus this gets it over with. I just, I don't want to talk about hockey. Nobody cares about hockey. And before you go, I care about hockey. Look around you. Does anybody else in that room care about hockey? Uh, The answer is probably no. So minus 195, the Golden Knights win it all tonight. And it's a party in Vegas. I know the Las Vegas Aces in the WNBA have won a championship recently, and parents yes. like, look at this party in Vegas. With all due respect to the Aces, this is the party that's coming in Vegas. Yeah. This place is going to be wild. Vegas wins it. They become Stanley Cup champions. And hopefully, the bigger story about this, even hockey fan loves the Stanley Cup. This is the championship. Great things to sports fans. But the bigger takeaway from this story is how to build an expansion franchise. The Vegas Golden Knights have played for the Stanley Cup twice in the first six years of their existence. There have been some really good expansion franchises like the Marlins did well, uh, the the Jags did well, the Panthers. There are good ones. This is the best ever. It's that fast, that good that they're able to do this. And look, I'm watching the Bill Walton 30 for 30. I know the Portland Trailblazers won a championship pretty fast. This is different. They always feel like they've been winners, the Golden Knights. They win the Stanley Cup tonight, and it's party time. Uh, as for the New York Rangers hiring of Peter LaViolette, uh, from a hockey perspective, it feels like, what, this is the fourth time you and I have gone through? Is this the Rangers coach that will fix it? Is this the Ranger? There's a lot of other things they are going to have to move in this Ranger franchise for us to sit here and be like, this is the new dynasty in New York. Uh, does he bring toughness with him? Because that seems to be the one thing that the Rangers lack almost every year is toughness. Um, they can score, they can, they can skate, they can do all those things, but they don't scare anybody. So they get pushed around the ice a lot. So does he bring toughness with him? If he brings toughness with him, we should be good, hopefully, finally. I mentioned that the Capitals like never want to renew everybody. Remember when the Capitals won the Stanley Cup that year with Ovechkin, yeah. and it was a party time, and ooh, they won the Stanley Cup, everything's great, we're going to continue to be great, Ovechkin's going to drink for three days in Russia and everything... Then I was like, whoa, hang on a second. Why did we really win the Stanley Cup? What do you mean, why did we really win the Stanley Cup? Well, do you think it was Ovechkin? Do you think it was Barry Trotz? Barry Trotz won the Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. And that was out the next year. 
Like, that's very Phil Jackson-like. That's very David Griffith-like. Griffin, Griffith. Darn it, that stupid creature got mad. The former GM of the Cavaliers. Trotz got kicked to the curb, too. David Griffin is the head and legs of a GM, body of a lion, wings of a pigeon. It's a very different animal. I want every transition to the story to be nothing but mythical creature animal talk. Me just inventing new Griffins every time. Um, we'll dive deeper into this later in this hour, but story number two involves the Buffalo Bills. And I won't choke like the Buffalo Bills. Star wide receiver Stefan Diggs is not at the team's mandatory minicamp today. It runs through the 15th, and people are wondering, uh, what's going on? Levesque, we'll dive deeper into this coming up in about 10 minutes-ish. But let's do this. Initial instincts when hearing Diggs is not there. And you talk about Diggs overall in the NFL. Like we're talking about one of the top offensive players in the NFL just not showing up. Like what do yeah. we make of this? If it's there's so I want to dismiss it as nothing. I want to dismiss it as it doesn't matter, but because of how we're hearing about it, what we're hearing about it, it feels like it does kind of matter. So, uh we'll have to talk through this one because I need I need clarification in my own head. I think I think it's going to be okay, but I also feel like there's a chance at some point we hear that things weren't okay, yeah. even though it looked okay. Yeah, and now thinking about the Diggs thing, too, how I should have set this up is, hey, LeVac, remember back in the day when stuff would happen for the Bills and they weren't making the playoffs and they weren't winning games and people were just like, oh, yeah. That's like, so Bills. That, there it is. I, I, look, would it have been a huge story in Western New York? No doubt. Even when Sammy Watkins was getting covered, where Sammy Watkins was the star wide receiver and stuff would happen with Sammy Watkins, what, now thinking back seven, eight, nine years ago, like, hey, what was, why was Watkins, you start to kind of forget why Watkins was a problem in Buffalo, because they weren't good and it didn't get as much coverage nationally. That's not happening anymore. Anything happening with the Buffalo Bills is a national story now. Josh Allen's on the cover of Madden. Stephon Diggs is a top Five wide receiver, and DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent. Delvin Cook's a free agent. Zeke Elliott's a free a freak agent. Yeah, I gotta like that. Agent. I like yeah. that one. All this stuff now matters for Buffalo because they're good. The franchise has changed, so there's a reason why this is a massive story today. Where in comparison to 20 years ago, it might just be a regional story about mandatory mini camp in June. I guess yeah. it's a compliment, I, sort of. It, yeah, it is and it isn't. It's just it's. I, I I don't want to make something out of nothing. I know we're going to talk about it coming up. Let's just talk about it coming up. Let's Fine. just do it. Nice let's, tease. I like push that. it where it belongs. All right. Do you want to do a weird transition here to story one about a mythical creature? Uh, the the Stefan Diggs Griffin. Um, we don't know what it looks like. No one's seen it. It hasn't shown up yet. I thought that was going to fail, and it turned out pretty good. Story number one involves the Major League Baseball slate of games tonight. There's two games you probably have your eye on. Hopefully the ears on this one. It's the Red Sox and the Rockies. <laughs> you can... Sorry. It's programmer human right there. Humor, guys. Red Sox and Rockies. Our coverage here on your home for the Red Sox. Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. Gets underway at 610. 7-10 first pitch. It was a long one last night at Fenway Park. Past midnight. Rain delay. Extra innings. Red Sox and Rockies battled through the night. But it's the Subway Series. It's the New York Mets. The New York Yankees. This game's going to be played at the home of the Metropolitans, a 7-10 first pitch set for that one between the Yankees and the Mets. LeVac, I know we touched on this 
earlier, and if you missed it, Ample and Spotify. But I'm excited about this. This is a fun matchup for the Mets and the Yankees. We talk about desperation is too strong of a word, excitement, a spark, Severino, Scherzer. I just nailed a bunch of S's in a row. Good for me. There's some fun hype about this Subway Series tonight. I can't, I can't wait. I think it's going to be amazing to see you know Aaron Judge hitting for the Yankees, Pete Alonso hitting for the Mets. Those the big boppers, the two best you know home run hitters in the. Oh wait, neither of them are playing. I, I mean, I care because I like both the teams. I care because I want both these teams to, to start you know playing better. Obviously, I want the Yankees to start playing better. Now, I would like the Mets to figure it out next week. But at the same time, like it feels like this is a microchasm of the season for these two teams. Like this, all eyes, all ears, all everything should be on Yankees, Mets. I, I believe they are the two highest payrolls in baseball. I know Mets are one. I think Yankees are either two or three, but I think Yankees are two right now because of Judge. So everyone should be watching. Everyone should be excited. Every every at-bat should be like, is that going over the wall? But Much like the way these seasons are going, where they're falling short, the two most polarizing, exciting, dare I say, faces for their teams ain't there. No polar bear, no judge. No captain, no, no Alonzo. And it just it takes some of the luster, some of the shine off of this. If this was September, this would feel more like a first round playoff series. You know, the old coaching cliche of the playoffs start now, even though they aren't starting right now. But what I mean by that is if you want to be in the mix, if you want to play for a championship, this is a series you have to show off how good you are against some of the best competition. Now, it's obviously June. We can't have that way to look at this series. But there are some similarities to that feel in this. Can the Mets be a first-place team? Is the deficit too big? Are the Yankees' injuries again for another season going to catch up to them and the impact out of the lineup just not going to be there to catch a team like Tampa? Baltimore is a top-four team right now in Major League Baseball. They are. The record says it. I'm not just saying that because I like the O's. They've been playing that well. It's a new foe to face for the Yankees. How far can they go? This is a great barometer, a way to measure yourself up against some of the top-tier talent in the league. Now, I say top-tier talent, and as you just said, that's supposed to be what it is right now. We're supposed to be talking about the Mets as a how high can they go in the division and how deep in the playoffs. Same with the Yankees. That's what we expected to be talking about months ago when we hit this series in June. The problem is the talent, the budget, the money, the, the hype, all of that stuff has not put these teams record-wise where we all thought they would be in this Subway series. Absolutely. And it's it just... Again, I expect a good series. I really, really do. But it is, it's one of those things like the baseball fan child version of me where it's like you get to the, you get to the park, you're fired up. Oh man, it's going to be Alonso. It's going to be Judge. This is going to be awesome. Severino is going to, you know, out duel or, or duel or be right in the game with Scherzer. And then the, while you're walking in, the lineups are up on the big screen and you're like, Judge and Alonso aren't playing? Like what? How does that? That's not. That's not right. It's not fair. You know. And again, I'm a little kid at heart, seeing this scenario. So that's why I'm allowed to say things aren't fair and aren't right. Wah. Yeah. That's that's all there is to. That's all I got to say about that. Um, that is your uh, top four at four. Could Forrest Gump read? Um, I believe he could. I think so. I 
Maybe just, not like at a high level. I don't know why that. I do know why it jumped in my head because he did the Forrest Gump impression there, and I thought about you know we see a lot of things in the Forrest Gump movie, but do they ever? I thought he couldn't read. I don't think he reads well. I, I think he probably uh, maybe not in the first movie. There's the second book. There's a second book, but where, not a second movie. No, because I I believe the second book is is uber depressing. Ooh, like. But I think he like goes into the NFL as like a kick returner for a little while or something. Yeah, no, it's there's there's a whole other book. He did play for Bear Bryant at Alabama, right? Which means you know he's going to get drafted pretty early if he gets if he goes into the draft. There's also a joke somewhere in there about not being able to read but still getting into Alabama. I didn't know that you had to be able to do that to get in Alabama. Um, so there you go. We did our own joke. There it is. Pump set, <laughs> Spike. So. Let's talk about what's not a joke, and that is uh, keeping your house, your family, your pets safe from vermin and pests with our friends from USX Pest Control, USXPest.com. You can set up a free inspection today. Gosh, you did the free inspection. Um, I've had the non-chemical exclusion package done in my house. It used to be called Cat Guarding, part of the Gagne family of brands, uh, USX. USX. Uh, where are you at in the process? Well, I was very excited about USX Pest Control coming over this morning. I made myself a nice cup of coffee. I dressed nice. Ooh. I was ready to say what's what you, up to What do you think? Is it a dating service? They're coming over to get rid of bugs. Then I realized I read my text message wrong, and it's tomorrow. Do you have another clean shirt? Mm. <laughs> Thanks to our friends at USX Pest Control. They're not going to judge me how they look or I look when they come <laughs> over. Like, we know why you get bugs. You have jelly all over your shirt. I sent you that picture of Wes puking all over me yesterday. Yeah, that was rough. I won't be wearing that that shirt, but they did. This is a a few times now they've stopped back over to check on me, make sure, hey, guys, are these working? Is the setup okay? Are we catching the things that are happening in your home, whether it's your garage, your attic, your basement, just to make sure when you do the inspection, you have the setup set up for your home, that it's actually working for you. What a great concept. You've ordered something. You've worked with something that's important to you in your life, and the people you work with actually want to make sure it's working. Mm -hmm. They're coming back over. That's the quality and the focus and knowing the product that USX Pest Control can do. I was talking to to Doug from WGY about Tim. We've talked about him before. The guy knows his stuff across the board. You want someone to go through your home and say, here's what we got to fix. Here's what we can make better. So you're set for weeks and months and hopefully for years to come. Thanks to USX Pest Control. Absolutely. Love it very much. Get that free inspection schedule today at USXPest.com. Tuesday, the sun is shining. Yes, I had to think twice about what day it was, but here we are. <laughs> We're an hour plus into the shell. How long have you thought it was a different day? I thought I knew what day it was, but I just, you know, every once in a while you look around and you go, it's just too damn hot outside for a Tuesday. Um, well, you know what it is? Because I know, like, if it feels like tomorrow's live show at Mohawk Chevy creeped up really fast because I was there yesterday picking up. My Black Widow, which is now detailed out. Um, and then um, talked to a couple of the guys today about some other stuff. And now we're going there tomorrow. So it's like, it's a full Mohawk Chevy week for me. So it's weird that it's like our, it's only Tuesday, but I feel like we're, we're ways off from going there. I, ever, I didn't tell you this yet. We've got a sales guy on our team named David O. Let's call him David I haven't o. met him yet, by the way. Okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense as to why he said to me the other day, wow, I love your truck. Oh, look at you, buddy. No, no, no. He, he, I don't know. Does he? Think no, he, that- he, he. I think so. Somebody yesterday <laughs> was staring at me in the parking lot, so maybe it was him. 
Maybe he just saw it said something on it, and he's like, "Oh, that's got to be well, the Levan God." Yeah, it says, it's got. They made our logo huge, like like it's a big, big Levan God's logo on the truck, which again is going to force me to lose weight because there's just no way I want to be like, "Oh, look, I found Fatty with Levac on the side of his truck in the, in the drive-through again." Like I don't need, <laughs> I don't need that. Like Duncan drive-through, I don't, I I don't care. Like that, I'm going to do that because I need my coffee. But uh, you know, the rest of them, I now I got to be like. All right, I guess I'll go home and cook. Imagine, Vegetables it is. Imagine you in the drive-thru just yelling back, It's guys! No, no, no! <laughs> David O was right! Levac's <laughs> getting a salad, he said. No, no, this is guys driving! If you think this truck is nice, you should see what Levac drives. It's crazy. It's a tank, actually. It's a World War II tank with his name on the side. Um, no, so yeah, so we're going to be we're gonna be at Mohawk Chevy tomorrow. They're putting my tunnel cover on, which I'm very excited about. Um, in similar fashion, you almost reading what day it was, David O, our wonderful salesperson, forgetting who drives that vehicle. I am still confused. Now, an hour plus into this show, now mm-hmm. into the evening, mm-hmm. about this Stefan Diggs story. Mm-hmm. Like, there's quotes out there, there's tweets. I am Bills fan. I wish now I could, like, calm you down and say everything's fine. Well, like, I'm far more nervous now than I was this morning when this started to break. I'm a, to quote Sean McDermott, very concerned is kind of how I feel about this now. But see, it's weird because now I've gone the other way. I'm now I'm now chilled out about it. Like I feel like uh, Shakespeareanly, it's uh, much ado about nothing. Like so, here's the deal: not there, but he is there. Like he's at he's at the Bills facilities and stuff. He's been getting checked out. He's been doing stuff. Um, I feel like he will be working out, but McDermott saying he's concerned does open the door for for all of us to be concerned because listen the one thing we've learned about sean mcdermott above all else is that dude is about details like i'll never forget the first year we were there that he was the head coach and some of the support staff had stayed after rex had left and like these office people whatever and these you know media guys and the one guy's younger i can't for the life of me i can't remember his name right now it's been years since i've seen him i remember going to him like what did you like more? Did you like Rex or did you, or do you like McDermott more? And he said, he goes, listen, it's for different reasons. I like both. I really enjoyed when Rex would tell stories and things like that, but there's something about McDermott that he knows everybody. He goes, somebody from my office who he sees like once a week, got a haircut. McDermott walks through the lunchroom, walks up to him and goes, you know, Hey Steve, nice haircut. Looks good on you, brother. I hits him on the shoulder and walks away. And then everybody's sitting there going, oh, my God, McDermott knows who I am. You know, like, so that, like, he knows details. So for him to be concerned, I'm, he's, I feel like he's concerned in a detail-oriented way where it's like he's heard or is, or is afraid of a certain detail that, that makes him feel like this is a problem. Like, like Diggs is unhappy with X, and that's why this is happening. So, or, or like, what would be more likely, guys, outside looking at if you're Diggs, do you sit out a little bit of this to to use your leverage to sign or to not sign DeAndre Hopkins? Ooh. I ooh, that's a good question. I would go with one. I feel like you'd say, Hey, you need Hopkins here. I'm committed to winning. I want to do everything it takes to win. We as a team have to be more committed. But that also sounds odd when your commitment to winning is not being there. Because it was the second thing, like, hey, you shouldn't go after Hopkins because you have me. That's just too selfish. That is a wide receiver saying, 
hey, it's all about me. I should be the star. We're not saying that you wouldn't be the star over DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is awesome, but like Stephon Diggs, you're a top five wide receiver, maybe even top three, depending on how you want to rate Cooper Cup when he's healthy, when he's coming back from an injury. Like you're in that conversation. Your answer you had there about McDermott is really good insight because all that is true, super detail oriented. What scared me, concerned me about Diggs is that first part you mentioned about all the reports are saying that he's in Buffalo, like right. that he's actually there. If you missed it, his agent, uh, Adisa Bakari, said, according to Adam Schefter, that he's been in Buffalo since yesterday. Took the physical, met with the coach, the GM, the pro, the, the, the past two days, right? So he's there. But here's what really catches me off guard and why the word concerning is bizarre to me here. So everyone says he's there. Everyone says he should be there. Do you know who wrote about this story today? The who? Buffalo Bills. Right. The Buffalo Bills went to their website, buffalobills.com. They went to social media and posted Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs not in attendance at mandatory minicamp per Sean McDermott. Quote, as the Bills kicked off to start a mandatory minicamp, head coach Sean McDermott said that wide receiver Stephon Diggs is not in attendance for practice. McDermott did not elaborate, said he was very concerned. Camp goes through the 13th to the 15th. Okay, that to some people may not sound like a big deal. And others might say, oh, they want the clicks, they want the retweets, they want the engagement. When the team is reporting about a drama situation, all of a sudden I'm like, whoa. Well, because you're doing it for a reason. Like this is, this is a message. This is you sending a message to the player. At least that's what the way I view it is, hey, maybe, just maybe, Stephon Diggs is starting to get a little too, a little too full of himself or, um, He's pushing his agenda a little too far, thinking that he's on a different level than everyone else. Well, guess what? You're not. You're one of 53. And we love you. You're very important to us. We want you here. You're, you are a great player. But we're not going to let you use that leverage to cause divisiveness or anything else. Get your butt into practice. That's where you belong. Most teams, most, especially at the professional level, even more so in college, usually protect their players. Like, hey, if there's drama going on, we're not going to report that. We're going to let Sal Capaccio do it. We're going to let Joe Biscaglia do it. Those guys can get into the drama world. We're focused about football. We don't want to have distractions. We don't want any of this to happen. When I read that, that the team website's reporting it, that they have the article out, you said it's a message to Stefan Diggs. Hey, man, we're calling you out. You got to be here. This is how we're handling this. My first reaction was, uh-oh, this is something health-wise or something personal that's going on that he wants to bring attention to, like, He's got to get checked out for, like, again, speculation. I'm just doing this to how I think it would be. Like, okay, he's got, like, a heart condition. He's got to step away for a little bit. Or he had something happen in his personal life, and we're trying to protect him to say, hey, uh, something concerning has happened in Stefan Diggs' life, although he is in Buffalo. We support him. He will be back. That's how I thought a team would handle that. Now, maybe it's just 2023, and it's as simple as guys. They wanted the clicks, the engagement. They want to get in front of the story rather than behind it. They want to control the narrative. Maybe that's the answer. But I hear concern from a head coach. A guy's there at minicamp, but they don't know where he is. He's dealing with something with an ego or a contract scenario. They might bring in a player who plays the same position as him, and the team's reporting about it. I need more details. And the agent said he's there. I hope he's fine. I need a picture. Give me a picture of Stefan Diggs eating chicken wings somewhere. I'll be all right. He's good. He's fine. <laughs> Give me a picture like Stefan Diggs running some routes that he's fine. So, Bills fans, I'm a little concerned for you because some of these details are all over the place. Yeah, I, and 
to your point though, the, the Bills website, the one reporting on it, you're taking a pretty big gamble because that can cause a rift. Like if there isn't one there already, and Diggs and his agent are like, "Why are you overreacting to this? Like, why are you doing? Like, we're we're okay. We're doing we're doing what we're doing. We're okay. Everything's good. We're gonna be here. We're gonna catch a hundred passes. We're gonna have you know a bunch of touchdowns." Calm down. Everything's fine. But now we don't trust you because you did this to us. So it, it is, it, it's a lot of, of, of stuff. However, I just feel like because he is there, all it'll, it'll all be fine. It's all going to come together. Should we add in the Minnesota stuff? Like because there was a, let's say, less than happy ending to Diggs' time in Minnesota, yeah. that that's dogged him a little bit that any other... Look, it's that plus wide receiver, right? Hey, wide mm-hmm. receivers historically are known to be divas and want it their way. The end of what happened with Minnesota was not perceived to be well, although it seemed like, seemed like, Diggs had washed that away really fast in Buffalo when he was good and was quiet and wasn't causing drama. It's like, hey, hey, that's not me. That's Minnesota. Yeah. But it seems like today we've seen the comments. People are like, same Stefan Diggs, drama, diva. You even suggested it. Getting a little bit cautious because another wide receiver might be the top dog. He's getting a little sensitive, wants to make a point today. Well, I'm just, I, I could see a scenario where what you've mentioned. So Diggs buys in, great teammate, there every day, busting his butt, playing harder than anybody, you know, you could you could make him partially responsible for how good and how fast Josh Allen got good because of his ability to catch and and you know his catch radius, all these things, and then to still lose in the playoffs year after year after year, where maybe just maybe he's looking around going, what have you guys done different this year? What have you given this team that we didn't have the other years we fell short? I don't want to lose the Kansas City Chiefs again. Okay, so you went got for it. Okay, good. I need another receiver here. Like, Davis is very good. These guys are good. All these guys are good. Last year, we had to go get, you know, Cole Beasley for a week. We had to go do this for a week. We had to go do this for a week. I don't want to do that this year. Why am I not hearing us linked to DeAndre Hopkins? Why is he working out with the Titans and the Patriots? The Patriots, who, with Bill O'Brien running that offense, could catch up to us a little bit. Maybe they even give us a loss. Like, why am I seeing that? Why am I not seeing DeAndre Hopkins working out with us? And, you know, somebody's going to go, well, the cap space. These, these math nerds, they, they can, they'll adjust that cap in the weirdest ways. You, never, you, you would never understand. I would never understand it. None of it. Like, there's an accountant who's been doing, you know, taxes and everything with pen and paper or pencil and whatever for 100 years. Sits down with one of these capologists and probably head explodes. Just right there. Just like can't even help themselves, so there's there's always a way to figure out the money if they really wanted it. So what's I, I could see a scenario where he goes, hey, what? Why aren't we doing something different? We're doing the exact same thing we do every year. Okay, so you brought in you brought in another pass rusher. That's great. I love that. What about the offensive side of the ball? What are we going to do to be a little bit better on that side of the ball? What are you going to do to get me open more often? What are you doing? You're not doing it in the overreaction world we live in. Is there a Bill fan? And please, if you are, we're not going to judge you. We're going to talk about it. We're not going to judge you yet. At the Jeff Levac, at Tom Goss, T-O-M, G-O-Z-Z on Twitter, Fox Sports, on Facebook. 
are there Bills fans that want Diggs to go because of this? And like, hey, we don't need Diggs anymore. We're going to go get Hopkins. We're going to trade Diggs for whatever we need. Maybe a piece on defense, as Corey Green, which likes to say, maybe get better on offense and defense. Which would be nice. That would be. <laughs> and then you get good. DeAndre Hopkins. I feel like that's a super overreaction, and they can't yeah. win a Super Bowl or win the AFC without Stephon Diggs. But there might be a Bill fan that feels that way because of this and other. Like, that's too much of an overreaction, right? Trying to get rid of Diggs if Hopkins is out there. Well, I think it's not only an overreaction, I think it's a mistake. I think Diggs is your guy. That's who Josh Allen is, is comfortable with. And I don't. I don't, I don't think necessarily at this exact moment in time Hopkins is an upgrade. He's different, but is he an upgrade? I don't, I don't think so. And it's easy to fall into that trap because look what's happening with the running back market right now. The Raiders with Josh Jacobs, the, uh, the Giants with Saquon Barkley. Well, you got the tag on the guy. They're not signing the tag. So now all of a sudden everybody's looking around going, well, wait a minute. Do I even want him to sign the tag or do I want to cut him loose and go get Dalvin Cook? I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, the second somebody gets mouthy, well, I'll go get this guy. Well, there's chemistry here. And and if Diggs I again, I I feel like we're all jumping through a lot of hoops and we're overreacting. And there's a good chance that even if what I'm speculating is true, we hear about it three years later because nothing came of it. Where he's like, Well, yeah, I was ticked off because we didn't do this, this, or this. Like we drafted why did we draft a tight end as a project with our first overall pick? We're close to being a Super Bowl winning team. We have that kind of talent. And you went out and got a project who the first time he was interviewed, our offensive coordinator said, I don't know what I'm going to do with him. I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, hey, he's got a unique skill set. I don't really know what we're going to do with him yet. We both got to learn each other. Wait, well, then why the hell did we draft him? We're close. We're not at project part. Like, we're not... We're not that team that has to go out and get a guy who might work out. We're, we're, we're the team who should be going out and getting a legitimate wide receiver, a legitimate running back, a, a, you know, depth at line, stuff like that. That's who we are. And you guys went and got a project, and I don't hear you looking at DeAndre Hopkins or Dalvin Cook, and I'm ticked off. So I'm in town. But my Uber is uh, is delayed, and it's going to take me a little while to get to practice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why not? Yeah. I, I could see that being being the situation. But I also very much think that it's the Bills, and they'll figure it out. And it's just the fact that it's McDermott and the crew who is saying, like, you know, dude, we really would like to know what's going on here. This is uh, this is concerning. That That makes me concerned. If they didn't say it, I wouldn't be concerned at all. Um, maybe the Bills need to reach out to our friends at Elevation 10,000. Elevate the brand a little bit, you know? Maybe that's the problem. Maybe, maybe there's not enough people wearing the bill, you know, the, the Buffalo Bill. Mafia, you need some gear? Maybe not yeah. exactly Buffalo Bill gear, but if you want to show off some <laughs> red and blue and not get our friends in trouble, Elevation 10,000 is a spot, whether you're making that kickball team this summer. Maybe you just want to have cool T-shirts for a bachelor or bachelorette party. More importantly, if you're a small business or even a, a medium business or a growing business, are you handling your digital marketing the right way? How's your social media? What's your website look like? So many people just grab their phone, and when you find out about your business, first thing they do, they Google your name, they check out your website, they check out your social media pages. If that's not your strength, it is for Elevation 10,000, and they can help your business today. Yeah, maybe you're very successful, but you just can't figure out how to get to that next level of success. 
That's where everything God just mentioned comes in. That's where our friends at Elevation 10,000 come. Maybe you need a new video done. They do video production. They do. I, I love watching them come up with like harnesses for vehicles and things to do. Like, oh, we really want to do this shot in a vehicle, but we don't have this. Well, let's go get it or find it or build it. Because that's what they do. I like seeing some of the stuff that's in production, and you and I show up, and we're like, can we be a part of this one? Yeah. When can right. we be in one of these videos? Because you guys are having so much fun, and the quality is so good. And then Dave just yeses us, and then waits for us to leave and does it right without us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. It's aggressive. Yeah, I don't know if I like it. I've been trying some new bump music. Ooh. Uh, almost time for the play uh, of uh, the day. Uh. <laughs> less and less options available as uh, as we hit that that part of the year where it's it's basically baseball. So we'll we'll see what we can find for you for the uh, play of the day. But um, decided to go hatless today. No hat for 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 your boy. Ooh, that ticket would have cashed for somebody. That was a high number. That's plus money when Levac's not wearing a hat. Usually, it, the nice thing is that the all the people here. At Fox Sports Radio 95.9980, don't know me well enough yet. So when I don't wear a hat, it's just kind of like I get like a, a side eye where like after years, it's usually like if I don't wear a hat, people are like, what's going on? You okay? Something wrong? Are you the evil twin? Did a vortex open up? What's going on here? D. Scott came in and did a triple take. Did you see him? He's like, what? And he went to <laughs> well, high school with you. Because well, was- we I wore hats back then. Yeah. I'm always like the backwards ball cap. Fred Durst stole that from me. That turd. He owes me. He owes me money or something. I don't, I'm did assuming he doesn't have any, but I, I would I would like it if he does. He did it all for the nookie. The what? The nookie. Um, Can we still right. say that on radio? Nookie? Yeah. I don't yeah. think you can get like I don't I don't think you want to go into a full description of it. Okay. I think that might be that might be where you you start to get in trouble. Hot dog flavored water stuff of those things. <laughs> um, other starfish. Uh, so <clears throat> here's here's the uh, here's the deal. The reason no hat is I decided to look somewhat professional. I, I leave here, and then I'm going to talk to CJ North from News Channel 13. Uh, CJ has asked me to come and sit down and be interviewed about my experiences with Tony, with Antonio Whoa, Brown. Whoa, LeVac, this is some breaking news here. What? Yeah. Whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. How can I help you? You hinted at this a little bit with me via text message, but this is a big deal. Like, we've talked about... Some coverage coming involving the Albany Empire. Pieces being done about the Albany Empire. Correct. But this is a big-time news sit-down interview. And if my media clock is correct, mm-hmm. he's interviewing here on a Tuesday evening. I would guess that piece isn't going to run for us. So I would assume this is going to be like a, a pretty significant feature that's coming. Well, I think he's building an entire like almost 30-for-30-esque type thing. He's going to talk to multiple people. Whoa! Get multiple angles. He's you know he's doing that as you like to say, big J journalist. He's getting everyone's side of everything, <laughs> and I respect that. And I appreciate it. Um, you know my you know my goal with these things: tell the truth. That's that's all I want. I you know I, I if I screwed up, that's fine. I screwed up. If I didn't, well then I don't want to be blamed for stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. We haven't like prefaced it at all. It was it was legitimately like he reached out and he said. Would you be willing to sit down and, and talk? And I said, hundred percent. I've I have nothing to hide and let's get publicity for Levac Gaz on Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine and nine eighty, as well as Jeff Levac, Director of Media Relations for Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Check him out online at TEFirewater.com. So it works out for me to go and do this. I'm very excited. I'm telling CJ right now, 
two parts. First, I'll open with a compliment. CJ, please, please, just don't have former Albany Empire president or former NAL executive of the year. Let's squeeze that oh, in I there. I like that, though. Yeah, I, like I know. The graphic can only fit so much, though. Local radio host, host should of Lavacchia. Should I brought the, the championship? Should I, wear, I should have wore all three championship rings and then, like, be holding the championship, the ball that says I'm executive of the year. Yes. While hugging my two New York State broadcaster awards that, that I stole. Is that. I thought you said act natural, CJ. This yes, is how I this usually is, act. <laughs> this is how I roll. Hi. <laughs> they call me trophy case. I just carry trophies. As much as you're thinking about it, <clears throat> here's the second part for the CJ thing. There's a lot of pressure on you, CJ, because LeVac and I have been hyping this up. And I think people, not just you and I, though, like I, I believe it's one of the most frequent comments, you especially, not so much me, but you especially, like, you imagine the book? Oh. Can you imagine the movie? Can the you Netflix imagine the special? 30, the Netflix. Like, peop, that's probably the second or third comment that people ask you over this summer is, well, what was it like with Antonio Brown? Huh? How about the Empire? Wow, that's going to make a special movie thing. So it's starting now from the hype that you just set up, from my instincts going off. Like, this sounds like the first big feature coming. So the pressure's on CJ. Like, you're going to, like you said, like Will Smith's character and concussion, yeah. tell the truth. That's, like, yeah. that's easy oh, for you to do. CJ, <clears throat> there's some pressure, man. There's some hype around this piece coming out. Should I bring a, Should I bring my, my Tony timeline that I've been doing? Because I just, like, the other day we were having a conversation about everything, and it's amazing to me how detailed people want to get about this. Like, well, how did it start? When did it start? What's this? What's and I'm sitting there going, and you know me, like me and dates, they're just not, that's not my, that's, that's not my, my bag, baby. I started writing down the dates. I was like, okay, so it was like February 22nd. We started talking to him on Instagram. It was, you know, a week later, he's at, you know, Tech East signing paperwork to become, you know, part of the actual organization. And, and then slowly but surely, the wheels started to come off, you know? So, so I did, I started writing everything down. Like I, I literally have like a five page Tony timeline on my computer. Like just because I couldn't, I had to put it all together. There's been so many crazy things that have happened. Not all bad. You know, let's be real. Not all bad. 98% terrible, but there's that 2% good in there. Will you have just one wild answer that they'll use for the commercial tease? Like, Coming up this weekend, before Antonio Brown may take the field, we've got what we'll call the fall of the empire. And we've talked to all the big-time figureheads, well, the people that were there. And then all of a sudden, Slovak saying something wild. And you're in the trailer like, I'm okay with you campaigning to say something crazy to get chopped up and dropped I, in. It depends where the conversation I'm not gonna. I'm not going to do it just to do that. Click bait. Click bait. <laughs> if, if, if in the you know part of a story that happens or if he asks me a question and the answer is that so be it i will not manufacture hype i don't think you need to this thing is listen who is antonio Alala? like that's like let's not forget that that's a real thing there's a crazy trust out there that owns the team and all these other things and it's owned by a foreign national named antonio the god you know and and like he has said that he is a foreign national and all these other things. So, like, like realistically speaking, I don't feel like I have to sell the sizzle on this steak. I feel like the steak sells itself. I think so, too. I think people are going to be interested in this. I'm excited to see how it turns out. Good luck to you doing this. Good luck to CJ. Capital Region sports fans are going to be interested to find out this perspective. And I am willing to make a big wager, a big bet, a big investment. 
this will not be the last time you sit down for one of these. Over the course of maybe the rest of your life, Levac, not to overhype, but I'm serious. Like this is this is one of many for you on the way. I kind of remember I've been kind of back burnered since he called me fat online and stuff. Like it's like he references me vaguely now. I don't get the full blown "Hey, fatty, eat a glizzy" like I got you know on Twitter. I don't know. I, I think I'd be a footnote after this one. I think I think unless unless he and I end up face to face, which he made sure we didn't do in Orlando. It was like one of those things where he's on the field after the game. And he has like brought security in. He legitimately flew security in for the Orlando game, and like security is five yards from from myself and other other members of of the people, the large group of people he's pissed off, <clears throat> and they're making sure that he can't get like he's hanging out in the far end. Like so, I don't I don't know. I don't think he and I'll ever be face to face again. I don't hang out in seventeen year old girls' dorm rooms. Um, what? I'm sorry. Was that allowed? Save that uh, for CJ. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I don't I tend not to post videos of myself throwing up Miller Lite. I don't I tend not to do those things. <laughs> and like, I'm not pretending I'm some kind of great mature adult, but I don't pretend I'm a great mature adult and I still don't do those things. You do, Tony. So uh yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. By the way, as much as we're hyping this up and rightfully so, never forget you listening right now. The best content from the Capital Region when it comes to the sports is right here. Fox Sports 95-990. LeVac and Goss because LeVac's going to be... We're boots uh, on the ground, baby. That's right. You're going to be shrunk down to like two minutes, some clips, some cuts. You get two hours of content. You get it all on Apple and Spotify. So as good as it's going to be, don't forget, you get the whole meal weekdays yeah. 3 to 5. Here. Yeah, this is just an appetizer. Uh-huh. Well, and, and that's, chicken nugget. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like, like realistically speaking... I can tell you the truth. Like, that's something a lot of people are going to sit here. Like, my favorite is always the, oh, well, anybody who gets into business with Antonio Brown, you get what you deserve. Why would you do this? Why would you do that? Okay, well, I guarantee you, if you were in those meetings, you would have been. You would have done what we did. Now you can say you wouldn't. It's a little different now. But historically speaking, the empire has always brought in Famous NFL people was, you know, Ron Jaworski, Marquise Colson. Like there was always, there was always people around. This thing started with, Hey, I want to help promote. Perfect. That's your role. I got it. That's just, let me do that. Okay, cool. And then through some things, he was able to weasel his way into more and you know, to tune into news channel 13 to hear the rest of that story. Weekdays, 3 to 5, LeVac and Gaz. That's right. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, play of the day, you ready for it? I believe so. I'm ready. Uh, play of the day brought to you by our friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. We're going to be there live tomorrow, broadcasting live 3 to 5 at Mohawk Chevrolet. I'd love to see everybody there. Find new roads, Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet. Uh, Gaz, I think there will be quite a bit of runs scored this evening in the Yankees-Mets game. Give me over 7.5. Over Severino versus Scherzer. We've talked about it. I know this is supposed to be, you know, ace versus ace adjacent, but um, I think even if it means waiting until the fifth, sixth inning, there will be, you know, this is going to be a 5-4 game, some of that nature, maybe a 7-2, but there'll be at least nine runs scored in this game. All right, some high-scoring innings coming on the way for Yankees-Mets. The over you got in that game. I'm going to the West Coast for this one. Our guy, he's a local author, a local sports writer. You might know his work, Sean Martin. Sean Martin is broadcasting via YouTube and Facebook tonight because of the reverse fan protests going on involving the Oakland A's. If you've missed this, the 
Ace fans have decided to pack the house tonight to protest the ownership group. It's an odd concept. <laughs> hey, we're going to show you how much we love the team by coming to the game, which kind of you'd think we well, love the team so much right. we wouldn't go to the game. But no, no, no. Yeah. They've already done that because they're not going to the game. So this should be a huge party tonight as the A's take on the Rays. Packed house allegedly coming in Oakland, whatever that means you, this season. You, yeah, I just love that Like you realize that if you'd gone all along, it wouldn't leave. Uh, you're an Oakland Raider fan. Do you yeah. believe that? Or do you think it has a lot more to do with politics? Oh, no, I, I believe that because the A's signed a 10-year lease when they shouldn't have. And since then, have they put a nice product in the field for a couple of years. The product that goes in the field is poop. The stadium is poop. Um, the There's actually poop leaking from certain <laughs> office ceilings inside the stadium. But, like, if you're making money, you're not leaving. If you're making money, you're rebuilding. If you're making money, you're renovating. If you're making money, you're staying. So, like, basically all you're doing with this sit-in, with a deal that's pretty much already done that they're going to Vegas, all you're doing is giving them enough money to, to rent moving trucks. Like, that's all you're doing. Congratulations. Yeah, it is an odd way to show off your disdain by buying things or doing that. Right. Anyways, back to the play here. A's and Rays. They're playing the best team arguably being baseball tonight on the West Coast. 940 first pitch for this one. I hit on an A's bet earlier this year. The A's are what sixteen and fifty. I gotta get. I'm getting. I gotta get the glasses when I'm reading this because the numbers are so ridiculous. Sixteen and fifty. They're a run and a half dog tonight. Over unders at nine. Give me the A's on the money line. Right? Sh- shouldn't wow. shouldn't the Rays destroy Oakland? You give me a terrible Oakland A's team versus the Rays. This should be blowout city tonight. I get the A's at plus one eighty. Even that number out loud sounds like. Shouldn't it be like plus 220, plus 240? You're going to be plus 180 tonight in Oakland with a guy on the mound who's pitching for the A's. This is not a pro wrestler. The lefty, number 63, Hogan Harris. Oh, yeah, Hogan Harris. You think you can pitch to me, brother? Sorry. Is on the mound tonight. You know what? Hogan Harris is on the mound tonight. Pollen is strong today. I'm just going to put that out there. My, my voice is destroyed. You know what? <laughs> I want to do something out. Give me one more on the Hogan if you can. Oh, yeah, Hogan. Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. Wait, wait a second. That was the macho, man. I do a little more macho lately. I like to do the macho, man. I the Tola of rock and roll. I did that voice because that sounds like what happened with our friends over at Mohawk Honda. Right. This is, well, by the way, this is not to mix sponsorships. This is my integrative sleep post of the day. Integrative sleep center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. It's at Tom Goz, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, where he introduces, narrates, and interviews a gentleman named TJ at Mohawk Honda who jumps through a table. And I'm sorry, TJ brings it by trying to jump through this table and everything, but Goz steals the show as the wrestling announcer. Well, thank you, Levac, because this may be my best work. I said on Facebook... I need to retire. It's never getting better. If you haven't checked out Mohawk Honda before, Levac and I have been telling you about our friends over at Mohawk Honda forever, but this is your moment. Head over to Mohawk Honda's Facebook page. Tell your relative, whoever it is, somebody's on Facebook, hey, Goss is talking about this video about Mohawk Honda. I got to see this. Twitter at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. Instagram, you can find it. Follow Mohawk Honda because it shows how much fun the people at Mohawk Honda have during their jobs. To do something like this with TJ for the event on a weekend, people want to go out and work with you on a weekend. How often have you gone to a business on an early Saturday morning and you're like, this person doesn't want to be here? That is not the case at Mohawk Honda. Go this summer and get yourself into a new ride and work with people that you're going to have fun with, you're going to come back for for years to come, you're going to recommend to your friends and family members. 
It's so easy to see in this video with Mohawk Honda. So get yourself a new ride. Certified pre-owned vehicles are in as well. So if that's better for your budget, they're going to help you find out. Shout out to Greg Johnson, Lindsey Harrington, MJ. Shout out to TJ, Nick, and Nate, and Ben, all those guys who worked on the video as well. Stop in this weekend or head over on June 21st when LeVac and I are going to be broadcasting live from Mohawk Honda. I love my pilot. You can love your vehicle as well. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. You're right. This is the time of year that you need to love your vehicle. Like this is this is that time. Weather's starting to get nice. Window down. A little cruising. Got to do it. Uh, speaking of Mohawk, make sure you cruise to Mohawk Chevy, also part of the Mohawk family. Tomorrow, three to five, Levac guys live right here on Fox Sports Radio, ninety-five nine and nine eighty. Uh, Cavino and Rich coming up next. Red Sox a little later tonight. For those of you who like to torture your eardrums, how about no more rain delay? Extra inning game, Red Sox. My goodness. Past midnight with a 7 o'clock first pitch at Fenway last night. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're the Red Sox. Uh, but, yeah, so that game later, all right here. And, uh, we, we again, well, we hope to see you tomorrow live at Mohawk Chevrolet. LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980.